Hey everybody, I'm Robert Yerby, and I'm an insurance professional, and admittedly, kind of an insurance nerd. My friends and family tell me that nobody is going to want to listen to a podcast about insurance, so instead, on this show, I'm hoping to share a story or have a conversation with a guest about some relatable experience, and then show you how insurance impacts that story or topic. My hope is You'll enjoy a few laughs with me and maybe learn at least one interesting thing about insurance along the way. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Robert. Thanks for listening to the podcast. It is Rivalry Week. Yeah, Rivalry Week. I am a Michigan State grad. If you've listened to... uh, Uh, More than a few episodes of this podcast, including the most recent one, surely you you know I'm a Michigan State guy. Uh, I am wearing my Michigan State colors today. This this happens to be the Wednesday before the Michigan-Michigan State football game. That's why I say it's rivalry week. Other uh, states have their, you know, Rivalry games, different weeks. Maybe you've already had yours. Maybe it's coming. But if you're a college football fan, surely you understand what I'm talking about, even if you are not tuned into the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. But this is our rivalry week. I usually refer to it as Michigan week, you know, indicating they were playing Michigan this week. It is is a huge deal all over Michigan for sure. But you know what? You know, I, I live in Arizona now. It's a big deal all the way down here in Arizona. I'll tell you what, I was at the mall yesterday. I, I was looking for a new sport coat. Actually, it's, it's a sport coat that I'm going to wear to another rivalry game. I'm going to go to the, the Montana-Montana State uh, Cat Grizz game next month up in Missoula. And so I was, I, I was looking for and found a new sport coat in Grizz colors. Anyway, I'm at the mall and... Like all week, I'm wearing green and white, okay? It's Michigan week. I am I am supporting my team. I got green and white on everywhere I go all week long. So the salesperson says something like, Hey Sparty, do you need any help? And I could just I could just hear in his voice, I I, I didn't love the way that he said Sparty. Okay. It it wasn't he didn't say it in a way that was sort of like, hey, I, you know, I'm with you, bro, like like that. It was more there was there was like this condescension in the way that he said Sparty. You know, I, I heard that. I felt that. And so, you know, I said something along the lines of, yeah, we got a big game this weekend. And he says something along the lines of, oh, yeah, I know. My boys in blue are going to have to come down there and teach you a lesson. I might not have that word for word, but that's pretty much what he said. So, you know, I, I don't look up. I'm not interested in getting into this kind of exchange. I, I just, I want to find a new sport coat. I just want to get the heck out of there, right? But he keeps going. He keeps going. And at, at some point I was, he, he had said something like, you know, that's how it usually goes. And and I, I couldn't let that go. Then I, then I had to be like, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like Michigan State has owned that rivalry the last 15 years. Yeah. He had said something about, you know, that's usually how it goes, you know, recent history. He referenced recent history or something. I was like, what? I mean, 
That's just, that's just false, okay? That is just false, okay? Michigan won the most recent game last year, but they lost the previous two years. I mean, I mean how far back does this guy want to go? You know, the, the last six years are split even, okay? But if you go all the way back 15 years, go, go back to the Mike Hart little brother comment, Michigan State's won 10 out of 15 games. So I'm sure that they remember it differently, but those are the facts. And I don't know how far back he wants to go. Do you want to, you know, go back 50 years? Do you want to go back 70 years until it it works out in your favor where you've dominated? I mean, I'm sure that you can do that. Michigan has more wins than Michigan State. When I was a kid, Michigan State got beat all the time. Yeah, I mean, it stunk. Anyway, it's rivalry week. I've been I've been seeing a lot of social media posts, you know, hype videos and stuff. And actually a lot of people refer to this as hate week. Yeah. You'll see that around a lot too. Hate week. As opposed to like I I was calling it Michigan week. A lot of people say rivalry week. Some people call it hate week. I don't love that term, uh, but I get it. I, I'm not surprised by it because I know how heated this rivalry is. People get worked up. And if, if that, that little exchange at the department store is, is, is not indication enough, I am super passionate about this rivalry and about my team. And uh, if you heard the podcast last week, I'm, I'm super passionate to the point where I'm irrational at times about it. I'm not going to advertise hatred, but I I can get irrational in my fanaticism for sure. So I'll tell you something else that happened. Now, let's let's go back, you know, a week before the department store thing. Uh, my girlfriend, Daisha, she made breakfast for me and Damon. Oh, gosh, whatever, whatever day that was. Um, and as we're sitting at breakfast, she... She chimes in and says, "Hey, you know what? I found this uh, cute top. I want you to, I want you to tell me what you think of this." And she she pulls up this picture. She shows it to Damon first, and he frowns. And then she shows me the picture. It's it's like these four uh, college girls, all wearing uh, Michigan University of Michigan like tube tops or something. And she's just trying to get get to me. She's trying to get a rise out of me. Uh, but that, that was a, that was a bad idea. Bad move on her part. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I did more than frown. I, I got up, I got up from the table. I'm excusing myself. I mean, I don't want to start anything with her. So this is, this is the best course. I, I need to just leave. I was like, nah, I don't like that. And she, she pushed it a little further. Oh no, it's so cute. Oh, no, this is adorable. Eh. I was like, no, it's not. No, I think it sucks. Frankly, I think it sucks. I said, don't wear that. Don't get that. But I, but I got up. I just excused myself after that. So obviously, she she can tell that I'm annoyed. That that bothered me. I I don't I don't remember it ruining the day, but I I needed a little space after that. So. Yeah, like I say, she she could tell I was annoyed. Mm, several days later now, 
maybe it's a week later, okay, I'm watching Michigan State lose to Rutgers in dramatic fashion. That's Saturday morning. And she sees me watching the game, and she's like, oh, hey, so I was doing a little research, you know, after... You know, I'd showed you that that picture of the Michigan time and you, you kind of reacted badly or whatever she said. She's like, I, I decided I was going to do a little research. I was like, okay. Mind you, this she brings this up during the fourth quarter collapse, you know, at Rutgers. She's like, yeah, I, I mean, I was reading about this rivalry online and you know what? I mean, based on what I read, it seems like this is this has been a, a rivalry that goes way way back, and to be honest, it seemed like your team and your guys were like the instigators and causing the problems most of the time. And I was just like, "What, what, what are you talking about?" <laughs> that that was so absurd to me. It, it's so absurd to me that she would say that. I mean, I can, I can pick apart that, that sentence and there's, there's three or four different things wrong with that. But the idea that you'd, you'd go to the internet, (laughs) which is just going to be full of like partisans from Ann Arbor and East Lansing, just, just spouting off and, and whether it's factual or not, I, I think is highly suspect, but yeah. The internet is not a, a great place to get information all the time, right? Yeah, the very idea. Well, I was doing some research, and yeah, it it seems like you guys were the instigators most of the time. Well, I mean, how much did you read? Where where did you where did you source this? And and probably most important, what makes you think? that presenting your findings to me like that is going to go well, okay? Based on several days ago when you showed me the the picture, based on how I react when I'm watching my football team every Saturday, what makes you think that this this was going to go well? And so, you know, she she referenced uh, a few things. She's like, your guys, you know, clothesline somebody pregame, and what else did she? She referenced the the incident in the tunnel, and well, that was just last year. And admittedly, like Michigan State's players, absolutely beat the hell out of this Michigan player in the tunnel. No, no excuse for that. No, no excuse. They shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, that was awful. They got, they got punished, rightfully so. Okay, well, that's, that was a couple of things. I was, and and I, I was just like, well, yeah, I, I could give you a little context on those two incidents. Uh, I, I think it's fair to ask some questions like, well, how did that happen? Like, just these nine players in the tunnel just happened upon this one player? Like, how did, how did he happen to be in the tunnel all by himself with the entire Michigan State team. How, how did that happen? You know, to, to paraphrase a Bill Burr, like, we don't ask any questions afterwards. Like, you know, did you not see it? Were you messing with it? Like, 
you know, let's ask some questions. How did this stuff happen? It didn't, it didn't just, this beating didn't just fall out of the sky. Okay. Now, again, they, they were right to be punished. They shouldn't have done that. It's, it's awful. I wish that they had not beat the crap out of that kid in the tunnel. As for the clothesline, I'm not going to give you the long explanation about that, but keep reading your internet threads, okay? And what about all the other stuff? What about all the other stuff, Daisha? Did you read about that? Hmm? But I don't know. To me, you know, just just bring it up like that. You know, I, I, I wouldn't dare uh, try to explain to an Arab or a Jew, hey, I... I I was reading on the internet about the history of your conflict, and it seems like your side's pretty much the instigator most of the time. <laughs> like, no, that that is insanity to me. Absolute insanity. And, and I, I don't know, man, to me, <laughs> to me, they're not so dissimilar. Okay, my comparison. It's not out of line. Those groups, Arabs and Jews, yeah, long, long history. They're super passionate. And some people are going to hear that and think that that's incredibly insensitive. They're going to think that my comparison is insensitive. Uh, obviously, their rivalry is more consequential uh, certainly, you know, this, this rivalry between two universities in the state of Michigan is trivial, you know, in comparison. I, I get that. Hopefully you don't miss the point, right? I would never go up to an Arab or a Jew and suggest to them that I know a lot about this particular conflict and let me tell you, I wouldn't do that. And obviously... Things have been flaring up uh, the last uh, couple of weeks in, in Israel and in Gaza. You don't have to be, you know, in that part of the world to hear about it and, and feel it. Uh, we're seeing images on TV of what's going on there. And I, I don't always know, I don't always trust that what I'm seeing is real. Uh, I, re I really... I try not to, to get news from social media. Uh, I tend to, well, I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just say out loud, I, I read the Wall Street Journal. I subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. I get that delivered every day. So I, I get news there. And I, I watch NBC News. And those, those are two things that I consume on a, let's say, daily basis. I quite possibly get news from other places periodically, but those are the two places that I, I get news regularly. So I, I read the Wall Street Journal, I see the news on TV, on NBC. And if I were to see something on social media, video, anything like that, I, I don't necessarily take it at face value because video can be doctored. Video is doctored a lot. And then I had heard a story about uh, some, somebody, some, or some group was using, it was like the intro to a video game and saying that it was the other side, you know, lobbing rockets at them or something, or something like that. 
So I, I don't, if I see video on NBC, frankly, I assume that they've fact-checked that. Like, that's a real news outlet. I, I assume that they have fact-checked it, and they're, they're referencing, you know, what that stuff is accurately that I'm seeing. I'm not going to say I'm an expert on the, the history of that conflict at all, but I'm praying for some res- resolution there, some, some peaceful resolution. It's brought up concerns about potential, like, terror attacks here in the United States. I saw a story about an, an Arab child being murdered, and the thinking is that the motive had to do with feelings about you know, this conflict in the Middle East? Should we be concerned about potential terror attacks in the United States against synagogues or Arab communities? I don't, I don't know for sure, but uh, that seems reasonable. It seems like those groups uh, might be on a little bit of a heightened alert. And you know what? I'm, you know, I'm not Arab. I'm not Jewish. I don't, I don't live with, you know, regular, you know, awareness of people hating me just because of, you know, my ethnicity or religion. I, I don't, I don't live like that. I don't worry about stuff like that. Thank, thankfully. Are they more concerned than usual? I got to believe that they are. And for some organized group to plan attack in the United States, is that outside the realm of possibility? It is not. It is not, unfortunately. I'm old enough to remember uh, September 11th very clearly. I was, uh, what, in my mid-20s, and I was on my way to work. I remember that day very clearly, and it very scary and that, that kind of stuff can happen again. Smaller scale terrorist attacks can happen again. And what if, what if that does happen? You know, what, what if there's a terrorist attack in the United States? It occurs to me there's going to be uh, 75,000 some fans at Spartan Stadium in East Lansing on Saturday for that Michigan-Michigan State game. That's a possible target for a terrorist attack. Now, is there a lot of Arabs and Jews going to be in the stadium? I mean, I, I have no idea. That, that's probably not a great place to attack if, if those are your targets, you know, a concentrated number of one particular group. That's probably not a great target. But if there were to be an attack, maybe there's a nightclub, you know, in, in Dearborn, you know, that attracts a lot of Arabs. Or there's, yeah, a neighborhood downtown Detroit that draws a lot of Jews. Could there be an attack on, on one of these kinds of places? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sad to say, but yeah, that stuff happens. How do we classify it as a terrorist attack or, or something else? Well, I'm an insurance guy, so I think of it in, in insurance terms, not, not political terms, but insurance terms. And if it's, if it's deemed to be 
a terrorist attack by the government, the U.S. government, uh, specifically the Treasury Department, which I'll explain that in a second. If it's deemed to be a terrorist attack, there's, there's some pretty serious insurance implications there. Because terrorism is excluded from property insurance policies. Unless the policyholder elects to purchase, well, typically. Typically, you have to, typically, there's always going to be these exceptions, right? And people will, will email me and, and call with, with their comments and be like, aha, ah, wait. Typically, the policyholder can elect to purchase terrorism coverage. And they, they typically have to be granted the opportunity to purchase terrorism coverage, but it's usually an additional charge. Sometimes there's no opportunity to purchase terrorism coverage, but prior to 9-11, uh, terrorism wasn't excluded on, on most property policies. And 9-11 changed everything because, you know, in one fell swoop, there's tens of billions of dollars worth of losses that were covered by insurance companies. And it was going to, it was going to wipe out a lot of insurance companies, a lot of them, you know, one concentrated area, New York city, yep. Tens of billions in losses in, in, in an insurance, in insurance losses, to say nothing of the, you know, the economic impact right there. So, you know, insurance companies in short order started refiling their, their products, excluding terrorism. Well, that, that was going to create a problem then, you know, because if, if people can't get broad coverage for their property, a lot of times they can't get a lender to lend them money to develop that property. And it was it was going to cause a lot of economic problems. And um, again, in, in fairly short order, the U.S. government took action and created the infrastructure for the, the, the terrorism coverage that we see now. And uh, by, by the way, this is mostly concerning commercial insurance. Uh, we don't have terrorism exclusions on homeowners insurance or, you know, personal auto insurance. Uh, life insurance doesn't have terrorism exclusions. We're, we're really just talking about commercial property. But yeah, in, in short order, there was this requirement now that you, you have to offer the policyholder terrorism coverage. If you're going to exclude it, you have to offer them the opportunity to buy it. Uh, it can be for an additional charge. They created this procedure for designating an event a terrorist act. And if your loss was the result of this terrorist act, then your terrorism coverage would either cover that, or if you elected to decline the terrorism coverage, then you don't have any coverage. Now, I'm a, I'm a commercial property agent, and I offer customers the opportunity to elect the terrorism coverage on our policies. And I got, I got to be honest with you, for the longest time, they were declining it. And I would say in the last four or five years or so, I've gotten much better about selling them on the idea of covering that risk. Because I'll go back to the Treasury Department. 
you can you can say, oh, well, you know, you know where where this piece of property is. You know that no, there's not going to be any terrorist acts there. There's there's not never been a terrorist attack there. They're, they wouldn't attack there. Blah blah blah. You know what? I mean, terrorists can target absolutely anywhere. Just because they haven't done it in that spot before doesn't mean they won't in the future. And and here's the big thing. It's the U.S. Treasury Department that determines whether or not an event was a terrorist act or not. And and why the Treasury Department? Well, we're talking about insurance here. This, this, you know, this is a financial decision, really, as to whether or not insurance is going to cover this loss or not. It's a financial decision. So the, the Treasury Department is the one who makes that decision. It's not defense. It's not Homeland Security. It's the Treasury Secretary. And frankly, that's a political decision. And whether or not your insurance claim is going to be covered, if you, if you want to bank on whether or not the Treasury Secretary agrees with you as to whether or not that was a terrorist attack, I don't think you want to bet on that. You know, the, the terrorism coverage doesn't cost a whole lot extra. Uh, very often I'm trying to counsel customers, hey, just, just get the coverage. It's better safe than sorry. It, it, it could be a catastrophic loss. You know, if there's a terrorist attack and it hits, you know, your building or your business is impacted. I'd say just, you know, pay the extra few pennies and, and get the terrorism coverage. And gosh, I hope that, you know, we don't see terrorist attacks here in the United States. Uh, but that's why you get the insurance, right? That's why you get the insurance. We live in a dangerous world. And stuff happens. Now, for the vast majority of my listeners, hey, you know, you know, you're not insuring commercial property. All right, all you have is you know your your home, uh, you know your car, your boat, your RV. Uh, you're you're very unlikely to find terrorism exclusions in those those policies because because standard forms you know around the United States don't have those sorts of exclusions. Anyway, people. People watching the news probably aren't thinking about the the insurance implications when they see, you know, terrorist stuff happening. But yeah, it's one of the first things that pops into my head. And I'm sure they're not thinking about uh, terrorism insurance as they're watching college football. Uh, I'm I'm going to try and just enjoy the game this weekend. I am going to be watching at. Uh, uh, a bar called Wasted Grain in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's where the Michigan State University Alumni Association gets together to watch football games. Uh, it's a it's a great atmosphere, a great spot. Yeah, shout out to Wasted Grain. Uh, we always watch games there. We watch a fair number of basketball games there too. And you know, I love I love the camaraderie. It's a lot of fun. They play the fight song when we score, and I, I hope we hear it a lot this Saturday. Daisha is probably not going to come with me uh, to watch the game. I'll, I'll admit that. Uh, I, I think I'm going to sneak away and watch it with my guys, yelling green and white. Maybe do that on my own. But she's going to come around. All right. She's she's gonna she's gonna come around. She's gonna she's gonna grasp, you know, the the culture here soon enough. All right. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. If you happen to be a licensed insurance agent or adjuster and you need insurance continuing education, 
uh, check out our website, bmfce.com, and uh, maybe sign up for one of our live webinars. If you like the podcast, tell your friends. Maybe leave us a, a rating and a review. And uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks with another new episode. Thanks, everybody.